Thanks for joining us for the November edition of the Lee Schools TV podcast. I'm Rob Spicker, Assistant Director in the Communications Department and your host for our conversation today. It was five years ago this month that the voters of Lee County approved the half-cent sales tax to support the construction, maintenance, safety and security, and technology needs of our students and staff across the school district. Through October, more than $465 million has been raised and more than $320 million has been spent so far building on new schools or improving the ones that we have. So to mark the anniversary, our guest today is Dr. Amy Desimore. She's the Chief Financial Officer at the School District, and we thank you for coming in to sort of walk us through the last five years of the sales tax. Great. Thank you. My pleasure to be here. I, I think, is, is, would this be fair to say that uh, five years later, the school district is in a much better place than it was because of the sales tax? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the sales tax has had a monumental impact on what the school district has been able to do as far as capital expenditures over the past five years. Yeah, I think when you say monumental, that's what I think is almost impossible to understate how important it has been for us to keep up with student growth and maintain the schools that we have. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, we are, as many know, but many don't know, one of the fastest growing districts in the whole country. We are the 32nd largest uh, school district in the country at last count, and we might be even larger than that now. And we are one of the fastest growing in the state of Florida. We have been consistently growing over the past 20 years, and our projections are that we will continue to do so uh, throughout the next 15 to 20 years. Right. And so uh, we've been able to add, uh, in August of 2025, it'll be about 6,000 student stations, new student stations that we've added uh, using our sales tax dollars. Badly needed seats. So let's yes. talk about how this money gets spent. And I think the most visible way people are going to notice is the school construction. Uh, so I want to talk about what's happening right now. Franklin Park Elementary. Yes. That was a sales tax promise uh, five years ago that the school would be rebuilt and it's happening. Yes. Um, what can you tell us about that project, where they're at, what's expected? Yes. Very exciting. It was a very uh, unique project because we we had to uh, tear down and rebuild the school as to where um, it where it's it stood. So we had to relocate uh, the students into a portable campus. So a little temporary pain in order to get some really long term, long lasting effects. Uh, a brand new building. The walls are up at this point. Um, it is still scheduled to open next school year. So August of 2024 is uh, when those doors will open to students, and it is very exciting. It'll be uh, close to 700 students that will be enjoying that brand new building uh, next year. And then, of course, thousands more f for the years on because that'll be a building that will last a very long time. Right. We, we build them to last. Yes, <laughs> We absolutely. intend them to be there for quite a while. Absolutely. And that will be a great project when it, yes. when it finally opens up. Uh, Riverdale High School is another yes. current project of major renovations, phase one underway. So that's a gymnasium and a science building, which were both pretty badly needed there. Correct. Correct. Riverdale is a, a longstanding building. I, as a matter of fact, I'm a graduate of Riverdale High School, so I won't say how exactly how far back that goes. Um, but it is one of what was one of our older buildings in the district. And so it's the maintenance and the refurbishment of that building is badly needed. And so, as you said, phase one with the gym and the science wing is where it starts and it will continue. Yeah, that's the one of the largest high schools with 
really the smallest gym. Yes. Uh, so yes. They, they need that extra space to support the school, the student body. Yes, absolutely. Uh, because all of our schools are growing in uh, the East zone where Riverdale is located is our fastest growing zone. And so uh, many new students that are expected there over the year. So as the school gets bigger, teams get bigger, crowds get bigger. It's uh, the, the larger gyms, the larger facilities, um, all of the larger education facilities and the modernized facilities are very much needed. Less uh, visible, but just as important as really the maintenance that yes. takes place at our schools and has taken place over the last five years. Things like uh, new roofs, improving the air conditioning system. I know there was a 30-year-old air conditioner that was replaced. I think there was a 40-year-old roof that was replaced in the last five years. We can update the windows to make them storm-resistant paint. You go on, The list goes on and on and on. Yes. That, if you would explain, why is it so critical that we they maintain the schools in a in a timely manner. Absolutely. So, I mean, everyone knows, even when we think about our own homes, the type of maintenance that you have to do as the building, as your as your home grows older. So when you think about our schools, when we have thousands, a thousand, 1,500 to 2,000 kids going through them on a daily basis, um, the type of wear and tear that is on a building and the type of maintenance that would need to be done. Uh, as far as the age of our buildings and the school district of Lee County does go back, um, you know, at least over a hundred years. And so uh, we have eight schools that are 40 to 49 years old. Uh, we have seven schools that are between 50 and 59 years old, and we have 21 schools that are more than 60 years old. Um, so being able to maintain those buildings moving forward, not just for those that are that old, but even those that are between 10, 15, 30 years old, uh, things need to be done on them. Roofs need to be repaired and replaced. Air conditionings need to be repaired and replaced. Um, things like uh, carpet, ceiling tiles, uh, windows, all of those things that uh, protect the envelope that protects the capital investment of the school. All those things need to be refurb refurbished and our sales tax helps us with all of those buildings because even though we've been building, of course, a lot of buildings, so new construction, as you as we talked about, is a big part of sales tax, but the bulk of our buildings are already existing and they need to be maintained and modernized. Um, all of our locations need attention and we try to give, the, give that attention to all of them. Yeah, it's one of those things that's so obvious and simple, but maybe not always thought of, is that the kids can't learn if the school isn't really in one piece in a position or shape for them to learn. So mm -hmm. we got to keep it up for them. Yes, it is important that um, uh, the environment is optimal for learning. If the air conditioning goes down and uh, the school is hot, it is very difficult for kids to learn. And we want to make sure that we are doing our part to maintain um, the educational environment for students and for staff so that all the magic can happen. Yeah, security was another element of the sales tax. Open Gate, which rolled out and is rolling out this year, I believe in its first phase at least, is a sales tax expense to keep our students safe. Can you elaborate a little more about that? Yes, yes. So OpenGate, yes, absolutely is um, a sales tax initiative uh, and um, is one of the initiatives that we've undertaken in order to try to maximize safety in all of our locations. So it's rolled out, um, not at all locations at this point, but at some locations, and we are um, phasing that rollout in and um, working out all of the bugs and kinks and making sure um, that that system is working optimally for all of the locations um, where we install it. Mm -hmm. um, but again, I'm heightening uh, that security and trying to maximize our schools being a safe place for kids to come and staff to come every day. 
and technology, another fourth and final element, if you will, and the Promethean boards has been one of the big expenditures. And based on what I've looked at, it looks like we're in the final phase. Now the last schools getting their Promethean boards, we've gone through upgrades all at every campuses except maybe a handful. Uh, yes. So we are in the final stages of installing the initial Promethean boards across all locations. Um, but keep in mind that technology is ever changing. And so as we go through, there's a rotation. So once we finish the rotation of actually installing new, then the ro- there's a rotation of being able to maintain the technology that you put in. And that's the case for everything that we do within um, the security that we are um, enacting at our locations, the technology that we are enacting. It is um, not only the initial rollouts, but the maintenance and the keep up in of in the modernization of all of those things that we have to continue to concentrate on in future years. So you can't just buy it and forget it. No, we cannot. You gotta, <laughs> gotta put it in there and then take care of it yes. as well so that it's last. Absolutely. Uh, let's go back a little and I want to if you can take us back to 2018 as the the progress is underway. The campaign is underway for the sales tax and the district is educating the community about why. Where was the district five years ago? Why was this sales tax needed? Uh, well, five years ago, uh, the, the district was in a situation where uh, most of the funding from the state in terms of capital had been uh, eliminated or significantly reduced. Um, we were in a situation where we had were just kind of coming out of in the middle of and coming out of um, a recession. So uh, property taxes, uh, the revenue that we were receiving from, from property taxes was reduced. And so all of the revenue sources, uh, impact fees, which is also used in our capital area, those had also been reduced. So all of the revenue sources inside of capital have been reduced or eliminated, but yet our growth um, exploded in the opposite direction. And right. so that was kind of the second part of that is we didn't have enough room for everybody right. anymore. Exactly. So um, our revenue sources were going this way and our population was going exactly the opposite uh, up at, at an exponential rate. And so um, we needed to funds to house uh, all of our students that were coming uh, and, and make hopefully an optimal um, educational environment. And also we needed to maintain the sites that we had, um, the schools and department facilities that we had because um, because of the loss of revenue, we have of course, had to scale back on many things on the building of schools and on the maintenance of our existing schools, which in the long, in the short and long run costs you um, operationally and um, capital wise, because it is always more expensive to fix something when it breaks as opposed to maintaining it at an appropriate time. Yeah, eventually you can't put a Band-Aid on it anymore. Eventually you cannot put a Band-Aid on it anymore. Um, in the first five years of the sales tax, it's every school has seen at least some kind of impact. Even Obviously the newest schools are built because of it, but even them, they have had some benefits post their construction. So every school has been touched. Oh, yes, absolutely. Every school has been touched with the um, in, inside of one of the four categories um, that we uh that we pledge to spend the sales tax funds in. So whether it be new construction or maintenance or uh, technology or safety, every school across the district has gotten, has, is the recipient of some project that uh, where sales tax money has been expended. So um, it's, it's, um, 
you know, it's, it's, it's very um, gratifying to think about the, the trust that the community put in us in terms of voting in for the sales tax and supporting the sales tax and the, the progress that we've made over the past five years and then um, the plan that we have for the next five to ten years to come. Yeah, I'm thinking about the last five years. Uh, Gateway High School, Lehigh Acres Middle School, now Amonasera Elementary, all the work to open up Lemuel Teal Middle. Yes. Those were vital builds to, 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 that were funded by the sales tax that may not have happened as quickly as they did. Yes, absolutely. Ab- absolutely, they would not have happened as quickly as they did, and uh, Lehigh Middle as well on, mm-hmm. on that. Um, so many facilities, as we said, 6,000 student stations that will be open by August of 2025 because of uh, the the trust from the taxpayers and the benefit that we were able to see from what we've been able to do so far with the sales tax. I'm going to look forward in just a second, but I do want to talk about a couple things the sales tax cannot do because people do ask these questions and mm. it came up recently when we were negotiating contracts for the teachers and the support personnel. Yes. Sales tax money is capital funding and cannot be used for salaries, correct? Yes, that is correct. Um, It is outlined specifically in the statute exactly how you can use the sales tax when when voters approve it, and it's specifically for capital expenditures. And so when we took the referendum to the public, we were very specific about how we were going to use it, and um, it cannot be used for operational salaries. And the same for, we had Hurricane Ian, we've got a lot of maintenance, restoration, new builds, hurricane money does not go to those projects either. Uh, no, sales, sales tax money. Sorry. Right. Sales tax money does not go to uh, hurricane projects. We are using utilizing other funding sources to recover from the hurricane. Of course, our um, insurance proceeds we're using for that. Uh, FEMA, we are using for that. And then before we get all those funding sources, because of course it takes time to recover money from insurance or from FEMA, as I'm sure um, people who are out there watching and listening know because um, they might have had their own struggle to go through with, um, you know, with those two agencies. But until then, we also fill in um, with property tax revenue, if necessary, that will be uh, reimbursed from those proceeds when we actually get them. So in the next five years, because of the sales tax revenue, let's talk about some of the projects upcoming. And there's two new schools, a middle school and a high school, uh, looking out somewhere in the Lehigh Acres area. Can you talk a little bit about, what is it, MM and O? I'm not even remembering yes. what letters were on, yes. MM and OOO or yes. OO and MMM? I, be, I believe it's elementary M and middle school OO, but don't quote me yeah, on Yeah, I it. know. So because the letters keep coming fast and furious with all yes. of the new schools that we are building. But yes, there are plans for um, over the next 10 years, or really over the next five years, I'll focus on um, two elementary schools, a middle school and a high school in the east zone, and additional building potentially of a high school in the west zone as well. So over the five years, um, next five years, those are the next facilities as far as new construction that we'll be focusing on. Wow. Lots coming our way still to think about. Um, Franklin Park, once that's done, uh, the portables are tying up and delaying the rebuild of Cypress Lake Middle, which was another sales tax promise. So we open up Franklin Park next August. We then move to the Cypress Lake rebuild. Absolutely. We'll then move on to the Cypress Lake rebuild. As you mentioned, yes, that was one of the schools um, that we had on the slate when when our operations teams examine our schools and determine um, what needs to be done. Maybe 
maybe there's just some maintenance that needs to be done on a rotation. Maybe there's something a little bit deeper that needs to be done um, or maybe potentially a whole entire rebuild like we're seeing at Franklin Park. And at Cypress Middle, we're going to go in and do um, a very specific project there that involves um, some additional student stations and also involves um, rebuilds of certain parts of the campus. So it'll be very exciting. For the students and the staff there and for the community to welcome kind of that new refurbished and brand new building. And there's even a, a phase two for Riverdale that really changes the inside of that school's layout. Yes, yes. Um, there's a phase two plan for Riverdale and I think still in the planning stages. So exactly what all that encompasses, I don't think has been completely defined yet. Um, but again, because it's one of the older facilities, there'll be a lot of core work done inside of the facility so that it kind of um, is feeling like a brand new building coming out of it. Is there anything maintenance wise? I know they're not, you know, fun to talk about or think about, but are there big projects maybe coming that you can think of to let some, you know, families at schools know, hey, your school is on our mind and it's coming up? Uh, well, not necessarily at specific schools at this point, um, but as far as maintenance is concerned, one of the, the kind of big areas that we have on the slate to focus on for those schools who really need them, um, roofing, uh, when window replacement, which is very important for the protection of everything inside the building. And you know how um, we get rain in the uh, Southwest Florida area. So between roofs and windows um, that we really need to refurbish and then also um, Roofs, window, oh, air conditioning. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got to have that in Florida. We got to have that's that. Right, that's right. That's right. And, and also assume, making sure those systems are running well. Yeah, I assume so. the same safety and security. We never stop looking. Mm-hmm. And new technology. We're always yes. going to be out there shopping for or buy, getting what our students need. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, for obvious reasons, we don't necessarily talk about the details behind all of the security initiatives that we have going on at all of our locations, but it is um, an area in constant review, um, in constant update, and we are um, will continuously run security projects at all of our locations in a rotation to make sure that we are, again, um, as safe as we um, can possibly uh, be as far as um, trying to initiate um, uh, security type initiatives that will help ensure the security of everyone at all of our locations. You know, any last thoughts five years in what's happened, what's coming about the sales tax? Uh, well, I mean, in terms of um, a couple of things that I wanted to point out is that we have um, a very good uh, partnership and communication with our independent sales surtax oversight committee, or what we refer to as ISOC. Uh, those, those are the committee members, as we committed to, that we would have an independent committee that would examine all of our expenditures in sales tax and attest to the fact that we were or were not doing what we said we would do um, with those funds. Um, up to this point, the Independent Sales Surtax Oversight Committee has attested that we have done with all of our expenditures what we said we would do. Um, and those, though the sales tax funds have also been audited by the board's internal auditor who has reported on that as well. All of that information is out on our website as well as on the sales tax website um, exactly what's what pro 
projects are happening at which schools at any given point in time. So we're, we're trying to be very transparent with the information that we work um, with our sales tax committee. So all of the all of those meetings are online. If anybody wanted to watch them, anytime somebody wants to go on the web and find out. So what are they doing with these sales tax funds anyway? They can go and see that in real time exactly where the money's budgeted, where it's been spent and what's happening. Um, so those are great things. Uh, so because we, we want to make sure that we are as transparent as possible. And also um, just thinking ahead in terms of um, how the need continues. There have been all of these, um, you know, wonderful things that we've been able to do, but we know all of the challenges that we had in the past. We continue to have those same challenges and continue to work to keep up with our growth, keep up with the maintenance that ha that is happening as our school district expands. Yeah, it's, it's never ending. It, it is. We just move from one project to the next, right. one new school to the next. Right. All right, Dr. Desimore, thank you so much for coming and explaining where we are with the sales tax and giving us a real good reminder of why we need it and what's happening and how every school is benefiting. All right. We appreciate it. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. And uh, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next month with another edition of the Lee Schools TV podcast.